The following is a hockey podcast out of Vancouver and Surrey, British Columbia. It'll only consist of a lot of pup talk and even more BS, or in actual words, banter and satire. Enjoy and as always, go Canucks, go. You know, one of the Canucks UFAs, maybe even a couple of them, are going to get a nice sizable raise. But which UFA should the Canucks target? And why is it Tyler Myers? More on the next year on Locked On Canucks. Your Locked On Canucks, your daily podcast on the Vancouver Canucks. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey, 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 welcome to another episode of Locked On Canucks. My name is Trevor Beggs, Canucks writer and your co-host here on Locked On Canucks. Before we dive into the episode, we got to thank you for tuning into Locked On Canucks. It is your team every day, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. If you haven't done so already and you want to give Colin the best pr- Christmas present ever, make sure you go subscribe. Boxing Day present, bro. Boxing Day present, okay? Christmas is past. Boxing Day. Come on, man. That's Live in the, the moment. Though, Live in the moment, man. If you're late for Christmas, <laughs> if you wouldn't, if you didn't see me for Christmas, there's a reason, man. You ain't part of the Christmas. You know what I'm saying? It's Boxing Day, okay? Anyways, Bexy, let's go. <laughs> let's go, man. I think we took we took a couple of days off here. So it was your team every day, except for you know a couple of days over Christmas there. Uh, but we're back here on Boxing Day, uh, and the main thing we want to talk about today. Uh, is which UFA the Canucks should extend. Uh, we're going to list through a couple of them. Before I do that, I got to shout out Game Time, okay? Make sure you go download the Game Time app, create an account, and use code LOCKEDONNHL for $20 off your first purchase. Once again, the lead topic on today's episode, the Canucks UFA dilemma, okay? They're having a great season, some great individual performances. We're going to go through the Canucks UFAs and talk about who they should prioritize heading into 2024-25. Hey, you got these guys could, could get an extension at any time. Okay. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, again, focusing on the UFAs here. And uh, the second segment, we're going to get to our Canucks. Go to the week. Who were the best five Canucks uh, last week? Surprise, surprise. It might to have uh, a few of those third line guys might make it to the list. Uh, and then finally, want to touch on Jonathan LeCarry Mackey getting lucky with it over in Sweden. Uh, you know who else is getting lucky with it? Kyle Bowen, my co host, living the dream, doing the robot for those on YouTube. What a beauty. How you doing, buddy? We're doing good, man. Shout out to the family. Shout out to love, man. We're blessed, man. Here on the West Coast, the best coast of Canada. Well, we get to celebrate the holidays. A lot of people in the world don't even get to do that right now, okay? Straight up. It's tough out here. Uh, we're also blessed because, yeah, we cheer for a first place team. Woo! A first place team. Point percentage, not first, but hey. Point percentage, come on. I'm an old school guy. You know, Trevor, I want to say sorry to the people. I want to say sorry to the people, okay? That last episode I dropped, we dropped. I think it was Friday. It was a solo episode. Listen back to it, man. Unbelievable. What have I become? Uh, The Canucks need to fix this ASAP. ASAP, we're first place. I'm bringing up the fancy stats, man. I blame you. Anyways, Kyle Bowen, Trevor Beggs, Boxing Day, one love. So, again, everyone listening to this and... Yeah, I, I want to sign all these guys. That's how I'm feeling, you know? That's how that's how I'm feeling. But do I want to do that before I touch Philip Heronik and uh, Elias Pettersson? Not even touch it, but just, you know, get it done? No. No. But if uh, <laughs> I wasn't playing that game and we're just playing this game and I had to pick one, Ian Cole. That's my guy. Ian Cole. Okay, well, let me, let me rip through the UFAs here so that uh, in case... Uh, you listen out there in case you're not sure what's going on. Here are the Canucks UFAs, uh, guys who need a new contract at the at the end of the season. Teddy Bluger, Sam Lafferty, Dakota Joshua, Tyler Myers, 
Nikita Zadorov, Ian Cole. Okay, Philip Perona, Elias Pettersson, again, UFAs. Uh, the last UFA I should mention is Casey DeSmith. So you got three forwards, three defensemen, and your backup goaltender. So seven key players. I didn't mention Mark Friedman, but he's more of a depth piece anyways. Um, but again, Hronik and Pedersen, RFAs, they're retained by the team. Um, I think we do got to talk about them a little bit because, like you said, Kyle, they are uh, the two most important uh, guys who need contracts on oh, this team. Man. But among those UFAs, uh, you're, you're going Ian Cole, eh? So yeah, of course. if you're signing Ian Cole, like what kind of contract are you comfortable with? Are you kind of hoping he signs another one-year deal? Uh, do you think you, would you be comfortable giving him more than that? Ooh, okay. I think you're going to have to give him two as like a, a reward, right? Good employee. It's got to be a multi-year deal. And I think he's going to be coveted. And he just seems like a piece, man. I think that there's been so many Canuck games now, right? We've played 35, so many games, the most in the NHL. And it's pretty apparent that in a lot of those games, Ian Cole is just either unnoticeable for all the good reasons or noticeable for good ones. You know, like he's doing like big hits, doing his thing. He played really well on Saturday. Uh, don't get me wrong. He's not a perfect defenseman, but... We need more guys like that who are consistently playing more clean games. That's the next evolution of Vancouver Canucks defenseman, and he's just a piece to keep, for real. Out of Meyer, Zadorov, it's Ian Cole. You know, you don't want to go into every offseason needing three defensemen. You know what I'm saying? He's just so important. Yeah, I would agree with you there, Kyle, but... Um... You know, I will say my guy, and and with again with any UFA, it's the caveat of how much is this guy going to sign for. Um, but for me, again, early returns. This guy missed a lot of the season, but it's Teddy Bluger, and I just think it's the fact that centermen are so hard to find. Um, he's performed so well, and it's not just the driving the third line and the offensive production. I mean, that's been great, but it's completely unexpected. But the fact that this guy has been a staple on the PK has uh, really taken over as kind of the Canucks' top penalty killer. Uh, taking that away from JT Miller and Elias Pedersen. Thank the Lord for that. Um, but Teddy Bluger, again, I'm a little nervous on what the contract might be. Uh, again, that he took that one-year, $1.9 million deal. I do have the Athletics player cards up here. So uh, it says that uh, Teddy Bluger's market value right now, based on the way he's played, is $3.6 million. Oh, no, dude. Now, <laughs> again, Come Teddy on. Bluger... I don't think he's gonna. I don't think he would make three point six. But again, it's early returns here. He's on pace for uh, over a full eighty-two games. Again, he's missed time. He he's on a sixteen-goal, forty-seven-point pace. Like that is pretty much a low-end second-line center. Uh, and th- remember, this guy couldn't even get into the lineup for the Vegas Golden Knights on their Stanley Cup run. Um, but man, Ooh. oh man, he's been so so good for the Canucks. Uh, not old by any means. He's only 29 years old. So, But you know who I else has been Teddy really, really good pretty- for the Canucks? His line mate. Like, he's playing with the best player on the Canucks right now. Like, Connor Garland has been the best five-on-five pl- player for the Vancouver Canucks over the last 15 games, 16 games. Again, Yeah, yeah 100%. I mean, he just – I think we kind of talked about it, right, Kyle? It's don't, don't trade this guy. You're not going to get value for him. Uh, he's providing more than mm-hmm. what he appears to be worth based on point totals. And lo and behold, I mean, according to the Athletics player cards, Connor Garland, uh, he's playing at a $5.5 million. He's a $5.5 million player right now. So playing above that $4.95 million cap hit, all the while doing it on the third line with next to no power play time. So Value. what he's been doing has been damn impressive. Uh, I, I want to say one of the reasons I picked Bluger over Dakota Joshua, who again is also a UFA, is I'm kind of scared about what the Dakota Joshua contract is going to look like. Why, um, man? Uh, okay, oh, well, you're not you're not scared, man. What do you what do you what are you comfortable paying to go to Joshua if you're Patrick Alvin? Yo, right now I'm 
like I'm thinking about long term. I'm thinking about you know all the things people are saying about Elias Pettersson. Like he's got he's got to take a discount. He's got to take a discount. Oh, Pettersson, if he wants to make it work in Vancouver and wants the Canucks to be competitive, he's got to take a discount. Yo, all these guys got to take discounts, man. It's just the truth. Speaking of discounts, okay, Aaron, again, the mayor of Surrey. If you don't know this guy, you will know this guy soon. He built Trevor Lynn in Club 16, Surrey Central by himself. He's talking about the Canucks being first overall right now and that giving players uh, the indication that, yo, this is this is something that I'd take a pay cut for, and that's playing hockey in Vancouver with this organization, under that management, under all those coaches. Vancouver, man, and we t- we're, come on, man. This show used to air at 4.20 p.m. every day, okay? We got something else here that's elite, man. You know what I'm saying? So how much would I pay Dakota Joshua? $2.2 million per year at most. 2.2. And for Ian Cole, uh, I, didn't, I, would- I, didn't, I didn't answer your question about Ian Cole. Sorry to cut you off, but I know, I know you asked that. It's in the threes. I still try to keep it under four for sure, but it's in, like, try to get him in the early threes, you know? Yeah. Maybe like, a, would you be comfortable with like a two-year deal with three point five million dollars a season for yeah. Ian Cole? I mean, yeah. again, this guy's yeah. playing on your second pair. I think that's probably a fair contract. Again, you're worried about the aging curve. That would be a thirty age thirty-five and age thirty-six season. Um, so you could actually add some bonuses to the deal. Maybe even keep the cap hit down a bit as well. You need a guy like um, that, man. He's good in the, like. I, I feel as if without even being there. I know you've been there a little bit more. I feel as if he's so important to the room. Yeah. Like look at the look yeah, at the record change, and you mentioned Ian Cole so many times throughout our first 50, 60 episodes of the show this season, and you're talking about how he had that quote early on that good teams don't do what 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 don't they do like lose three in a row or you know what I'm saying? And the yeah. Canucks have been pretty consistent the whole way through. I'm not just saying that this guy manifested that, but he is important to talk it in that whole room. Yeah, hundred percent. And I think I I, I do wonder about you know, how much, like, what? where is he going to be at a game like 70, game 80? I think he's still going to be pretty damn good. Um, yeah. But we have seen his minutes cut back a bit and now that his doorstops come. And I think that's partially by design. I feel like the coaching staff believed they were overplaying Ian Cole a bit. Yeah. I don't want to say his game fell off or anything, but it, it definitely seemed like they were trying to be a bit proactive there and decrease yeah. Ian Cole's ice time. Because, again, this guy, is, he's a good player. He's been a rock for the Canucks, but he's probably not a 22-minute-a-night guy, which is basically what he was for the Canucks early in the season. Man. You know what else he is? I was going to bring up Sam Lafferty, but I got to keep talking about Ian Cole. Okay, sorry, Sam. Okay, we, we, we were wrong about you earlier. You proved us wrong. Uh, what's the saying? You sho- shove it up the rear end, okay? You did that to both of us, okay, at the same time. We'll talk about you maybe on another episode, maybe in a couple minutes. But Ian Cole, he's also a champion. He's also a champion. And I was thinking about this, and I want to ask the people. Let me know in the comments below. And Begsy, uh, let me know this in general. Have the Canucks ever had this many Stanley Cups in their organization? Do the math. No, honestly, yeah, I mean, it's the truth. Like, it's new. Yeah. That Maybe that's why it's new, because we don't know ish. The fans don't know ish. It's really about, like, you know, obviously the NHL talent. And for once, the Vancouver Canucks seem to have a lot of champions in the building, you know, from the top all the way down. And Ian Cole, one of the guys who has to get it done more than anyone in the organization, he's an actual player. He's a champion. Yeah, yeah. Lost the championship credit pedigree in Vancouver, which sounds weird to say, but it's a nice weird, okay? I like weird and especially like nice weird. I like the Canucks. Um, yeah, <laughs> I like the Canucks. There you go. I um, love the Canucks, I, I, man. I, I love the Canucks. Why did my girlfriend get me a, a Pedersen jersey, a black skate jersey? I'm joking, man. She got me a hat, though. She got me a hat with the black skate, not the Orca, okay? Nice. nice. Do the math. There you go. Black skate, uh, full time, very you, soon. You and I can match. If the, if the Canucks win the Stanley Cup, we're, do, we're doing a live show wearing 
uh, nothing but the Canucks boxers and the Canucks black skate hats. Let's go, buddy. I'm getting a black skate tattooed on my forehead go. right here in the middle. <laughs> Holy man. Can I do that for you? I'm, I'm a pretty good artist. Go ahead, man. Um, couple, couple quick points before we uh, cut to break here. Uh, Dakota Joshua, you know what? I, for a contract I'd be comfortable with, I'm kind of thinking like the Anton Roussel, Jay Beagle special, which is not what you want to be compared to. But if you can get Dakota Joshua on like a four-year, $3 million deal, that's something I'd, I'd be pretty Three. happy with. And look, this guy is pe- killing penalties for the Canucks. He's on a 22-goal pace right now. Uh, his market value is $3.3 million, uh, according to the Athletics player card model. Look, if you could get Dakota Joshua on a four-year, $3 million deal, uh, I think that'd be a pretty sweet contract. Why would you give him four uh, years? Talk, talk to me, because you've already seen everything you needed from him, albeit him also have a lot of F-ups where, like, you know, the coach is calling him out, healthy scratch, blah, blah, blah. Are you taking in account how resilient he's been and how much he's shown based on, again, some of the comments from Taka? Because, yeah, I've been super impressed, but given four years at $3 million per you know what? It's it's the whole. I, I'm just. I'm. What's the word? Um, I've been a lucky Canucks fan. Okay, I've been. Uh, I've been given a lot, and what I've been given uh, at one point was again one of the best deals in hockey. Okay, Alex Burrows was doing his thing, and he's like, you know what? I'll sign a four year deal worth two million per. And then it's like, okay, Dakota Joshua's done it for twenty two goals, and I'm already like, yo, give him four years, three million dollars. I know it's a different time, but hey, uh, shout out to him though. He's different- he's doing a lot right now. The, yeah, the most. yeah, he he he's been rock solid. Um, I also wanted to to quickly mention kind of to Aaron's question there. I think Canucks players might consider taking discounts once this team makes noise in the playoffs. Look, it's great to be <laughs> first overall in the NHL at Christmas, but I think Teddy Bluger said a post game on Saturday. You know, the Stanley Cup is not awarded at Christmas as much as we would love that. Oh, um, champion! That's well, a I champion. Know, I don't know if guys are gonna. I, I just don't think guys are taking discounts based on a great regular season. I mean, every guy's got a different motivator, right? Like maybe mm-hmm. guys just love the city. They have a young family. They want to stay put. There's always different factors at play. Um, but I don't think guys are taking a discount until the Canucks make some noise. Like, a, a let's say, like a six or seven game second round uh, appearance at the minimum. Uh, maybe even a conference finals appearance. Like something okay. that really gets the team excited. Like, oh, oh shoot. <laughs> Stop myself there. Okay. Now we show, oh, shoot, we can win the Stanley Cup. Like that's something where guys would start taking discounts. Um on the other side, we talked about some of these guys already, but let's get to it. The Canucks Goats of the Week, okay? I know it feels like a while ago with the Christmas season. It feels like the Canucks haven't played in a while, but uh, they did play a few games last week, and guess what? They won each and every one, I think. It was a long time ago now. Um, did they beat Did they beat the Stars? I can't even remember now. Oh, no, Anyways, we, lo- we lost. On the other side, we lost. We lost, we lost to the Stars. Shoot. It felt yeah, like yeah. a win. Yeah, yeah. It's okay. It's yeah, that was a moral, moral victory. You're moral drunk, victory. Trevor. You're, You're drunk. <laughs> <laughs> moral, moral victory season. Uh, go to the week on the other side here on Locked On Canucks. Before we get to our go to the week, I got to shout out FanDuel, baby. As the weather gets colder, the NFL offers stay hot on FanDuel. Right now, new customers get $150 in bonus bets with any winning $5 money line bet. That's $150 if your team wins. If you've been thinking about joining FanDuel, there's no better time to get in on the action. Now, Kyle, your Packers just narrowly escaped with the victory, 33-30 to over the Carolina Panthers. <laughs> you still feeling uh, good about their playoff odds after that one or what? Why do you keep asking me those questions, man? You know I'm loyal. <laughs> and you know right now you and I are rivals. For real. Think about it. Do the math. I've never hated you more in my life if you really do <laughs> the math because this is Actually, that's a lie. Remember what happened in the NFC Championship no, game? A couple, yeah, exactly. Okay, I went there. We yeah. connected. Telepathy. Locked on Canucks. Continue. 
All right. Well, you know, the Seahawks and Packers both in the playoff hunt. The Seahawks nearly ahead of the Packers in the standings there. Um, I do think the Seahawks will clean up and cover on next Sunday against the Pittsburgh Steelers. Whether you're betting on the Seahawks, the Steelers, the Packers, or whoever, make sure you do so on FanDuel, okay? The app is so damn easy to use. There's a wide range of betting options, including spreads, player props, overs, unders, and more. So visit, so visit FanDuel.com slash locked on and kick off the NFL season. Kick off. Come on. It's almost done, baby. What? Anyways, FanDuel, official partner of the NFL. Welcome back to this conversation about your Vancouver Canucks on Lock on Canucks. Subscribe and hit the like button if you did enjoy today's broadcast. And let us know on Twitter, man, if you're listening to this on the audio side. Let us know how you're doing, okay? How does it feel to be first place? Are you are you delusional or are you like Teddy Bluger, you know? That, that was a quote. I didn't even know he said that. I spent time with my family, actually, okay? Not like you. You're probably on your phone all day looking at quotes from... <laughs> The game prior against the San Jose Sharks. Teddy Bluger with one of the quotes of the year. Uh, Ian Cole earlier in the year with one of the quotes of the year. Again, the Canucks have championship pedigree. And I was thinking about this, unrelated sort of. But what if they go to Dakota Joshua and say this, right? Because one of those things that he could get somewhere else possibly could be more opportunity. But what if Alvin says to him, like, yo, take a discount at four years and... Maybe in year two and year three, you start playing with Elias Patterson. You start playing with JT Miller. I want to ask you this, Trevor Bags, before you go to the Goats of the Week. And it, I, you know what? It, it does connect, okay? Because I know Joshua's probably number one or number two, for real. Do you think he can get better? I think so. And I think part of the reason I, I, I don't know if I answered that in the first segment, Ooh. but part of the reason I think a four-year deal makes sense for Joshua um, is the fact that he's, you know, he's a late bloomer, right? Like, I know he's 27 years old, so he's not... He's kind of the, the average age of an NHLer nowadays, mm-hmm. but uh, Dakota Josh was a young NHLer, right? He's barely a hundred games into his career. Uh, late bloomer, like worked his way up through college hockey and the minors and the ECHL. Like he went through the grind, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, this this isn't the guy that just broke into the NHL like 20, 21 years old. He was you know, basically a rookie last season. I guess he had 30 games to his resume before last year, but um, young man in the NHL. And I, I think he's got some room to grow still. Um, Rick Tockett kind of said it last season, and I'm, I'm buying it, man. He can score 20 goals, and there's another level to his game. I think we're seeing it right now. And that's reflected on the GOATs of the week, baby. Let's get into it now. All right, the GOATs of the week. Well, guess what? Dakota Joshua is not first overall. It is Teddy Gluger, uh, the glue man himself. He's keeping that third line together. Uh, again, I think one of the reasons I have him first, uh, I know he's got five points uh, in the, in three games last week. That was tied for first overall in the Canucks. Um, but one of the reasons I have him uh, as first overall is not only is he the center on, you know, one of the best lines in hockey right now. Ooh. Never mind the best, one of the best third lines, one of the best lines on hockey right now. Um, again, he's driving play on that third line, but he's also doing a great job killing penalties. Whoa. Um, looking good on the back check and even strength. Like everything in Bluger's game, Bluger, Bluger. Yeah, everything in Bluger's game right now uh, is is crispy, man. I really like what Teddy Bluger is bringing to the table. Uh, Let me just get to number two and three, Max. There's no surprise here. Number two, I have Connor Garland again on the ice for five goals for zero goals against that even strength last week. The same as Teddy Bluger um, and Connor Garland himself. 
actually scored a goal last week and it had four points in three games. And number three, yeah, sorry, Kyle, Dakota Joshua wasn't one or two. He is number three on my list. Mm-hmm. The entire third line deservedly one, two, and three in the Canucks weekly power rankings. Man. Uh, you know what? I would have uh I would have given Garland or Joshua the first place vote this week on Goats of the Week. But there's politics here and Trevor makes all the decisions. Um <laughs> only because they've been doing it for so long now. Like literally, it feels as if, as if it's been almost 60 days of Joshua and Garland being really good every game. So I would have given given them some kudos. But yo, Teddy. Teddy Bluger has been a lot better than I think we all expected. We knew this guy was a smart player. We knew he worked hard. I liked how Alvin brought up right away how he'd be a good guy to just even have in training camp. You know what I'm saying? Because of the way he prepares, that professionalism, hey, that championship pedigree. I know he was a you know a healthy scratch, but so was Ben Hutton. Okay, their their names are on the cups, right? I, I think I could be right on that. Both their both their names. Anyways, Teddy Bluger has been again more more value than we thought and. I do think that this is what we're going to get the whole way through because of the fact that he is on a one-year deal. He has a lot to prove. And I'll say it again, maybe all these guys. Maybe because this season matters so much, and let's just lean on the fact that we have a lot of guys on this team who are playing for a lot outside of you know an opportunity of winning a cup in Vancouver. A lot of one-year deals with guys like Lafferty, Joshua, uh, Teddy Bluger. You know what I'm saying? Like These guys have been middle-of-the-pack NHLers, not really being... I wouldn't say full-timers, but like being respected slash being at the top of their class. And I think this year they're doing a lot of that. And maybe they're telling themselves like, yo, if we keep this together for another 50, 50 games, we'll get that respect. And also that three-year deal, that four-year deal worth two and a half, three million million, $3 million. A lot, to, a lot to prove for those guys. And I think because of that for Teddy Bluger and Joshua, this line is going to continue to be one of the best lines in hockey. Let's go, man. I, I love the hype because, uh, it's not often you say that a third line is one of the best lines in hockey. Then why the hell are they a third line? That makes no sense. Um, mm-hmm. Anyways, let's wrap up the goats of the week. Um, some more familiar faces uh, in terms of star power, uh, number four and five. Number four, I got Quinn Hughes. Uh, he was the guy who was tied with Teddy Bluger uh, with five points in three games last week. Quinn Hughes, again, it was an empty netter, but now has 10 goals on the season. He is on pace for 23 goals and 103 points Ooh. at Christmas. Hey, people, <laughs> locked on Canucks. Kyle no. Bowen, but more importantly, Trevor Beggs. Because in the summer, he did this. He sounded like an idiot. He sounded delusional, okay? he. Oh, hey! Uh, Trevor Beggs, the only one in the hockey world saying Quinn Hughes is going to put up 100 points. He didn't say Kale McCarr. He didn't say Kale McCarr. He didn't say Adam Falk. He said Quinn Hughes. And this was back in July, and... It's it's mad impressive, Trevor Beggs, and that's why you're not only one of my greatest friends ever, you're turning into one of my favorite hockey podcasters out there, man. It's just the truth, man. It's just the truth. Hey, speaking of which, we barely said this, okay? We barely got into the chat. A lot of Merry Christmases, okay? This one came from Blake Creamer. You want to talk about one of the best hockey podcasters in the world right now? It's Blake Creamer, man. That's just the truth. Yeah. Creams and Dreams. Go check out the Apples and Geno's podcast. Um, and let's get let's wrap up goats of the week. Make sure you check this guy out, Elias Pedersen. He's a pretty Ooh. damn good hockey player. I have him as the fifth and final goat of the week. Uh, just you know, Elias Pedersen's back, man. I think we've seen it over the month of December here. He had another four points in three games last week. Uh, Elias Pedersen, you know, he's also on pace for some uh, it's not bad point totals himself. Quinn Hughes is outpacing him a little bit, but Elias Pedersen is on pace for uh, 30 goals and 101 points right now. 
He's gonna uh, get more than that. Stuff. He's gonna get he's gonna get 110, 115, 120. Yeah. Dude. There's a yeah, I, right. He's, he's, go, he's still on pace for 100 plus points after a pretty slow month in November. <laughs> he's waking up here, man. Yo, the Vancouver Canucks needed a break. Like this this break that we had here was the best thing ever. Obviously, it's the holidays. You need the time off. But look at the Canucks schedule and what they've done and what they've had to prove. Like a lot of there's a lot of weight on their shoulders, man. For real. I know other teams have played 35 yeah. games, but this this team had. None of this projected for them at all. They've proven a lot. They've dealt with a lot. And this team needed a break. And I know this sounds crazy because there's teams dealing with injuries. But if there was any team that needed a break, it was the Vancouver Canucks. And they're relatively healthy. And I'm saying that only because all this PDO talk, all this, like, oh, they're leaving a lot of room off the table. I think a small break like this could start start rounding out the team's game. Because they've been really good for a long time. But a a lot of us are saying they're getting lucky, but a lot of us are also saying, yo, nah, we're just not playing at our best, but we can still, you know, reach that. <laughs> First place, baby. Happy holidays. Happy Boxing Day. Is it Merry Boxing Day? Uh, Begsy, who are we shouting out? All right, let's let's wrap up the show. We'll talk a little uh, Jonathan LeCaramacchi on the Ooh. other side here. Uh, very quickly, can he be the MVP of the World Juniors? And uh, like you said, Kyle, maybe we'll get to uh, a couple comments. Happy holidays. It's still the holiday season, baby. You know, I'm, I'm, st- I'm still sipping on something. Right now, it's just water. But, uh, you know, it's going to be a little stronger than that when I get back inside, okay? Whoa. All right. On the other side, we're going to wrap up the show here on Locked On Canucks. Before we wrap up the show, I got to shout out Game Time, baby. I hope you use Game Time for a little stock and stuff. Because, you know, Game Time saved my bacon. You know why? Because they are the best place for killer deals at, on last-minute tickets, Okay. Game time, they got my back. I get these emails from Nicole at game time. She's always teasing me, teasing me with events this week in my area. Not only are her weekly emails a tease, but game time also offers me flash deals on last minute tickets. You can get exclusive deal, exclusive flash deals on tickets for football, basketball, baseball, concerts, comedy, theater, and more. Now I have no choice but to get out my hairy rear end and check out a local show on a Friday night. So make sure you snag the tickets without the stress with Game Time. Download the Game Time app, create an account, and use code LOCKEDONNHL for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply. Again, create an account and redeem code LOCKEDONNHL for $20 off. Download Game Time today. Last minute tickets. Lowest price. Guaranteed. Welcome, welcome back to Locked On Canucks. My name is Kyle Bowen. That right there is Trevor Beggs. And more importantly, this is the show that gives you that West Coast bias and that West Coast bias only. Also, the question of the day also, you know, consistently happens on every day. You know, when we have this conversation here on Locked On Canucks, I got to ask the, the most important question in the world. Trevor Beggs, how you doing, man? How, how was Christmas? Christmas was great, man. I mean, uh, I mean, the entire family's battling a little cold here, so everyone's a little, uh, little gunky. Buckley's. But uh, no, Christmas, Christmas is a magical time, man, especially you know, my daughter, three years old now. Like, she's really getting it. She's really into it. Ah, uh, beautiful. Uh, my wife is just, like, you know, the cutest human being, like, just makes mm. everything so awesome for the kids, right? So, uh, no, it's, a, it's an awesome time, man. And, and you know what? Usually I go to Edmonton for Christmas. Uh, this year I escaped the frozen tundra. And now look, now I can record a podcast outside. It's like, Dude, you know, come on, man. Degrees. Don't be disrespecting the Green Bay Packers like that. I know what you did there. To call it Edmonton the Frozen Tundra, man. Only save that name for Green Bay, okay? Come on, man. Unbelievable. No, come on. Man. Edmonton's more frozen than Green Bay, man. If you look at the map, look, up, look farther north, Edmonton is than Green uh, Bay. You don't know anything. You've never been to Green Bay, okay? 
This is it, man. Seattle, Green Bay. I hope we meet in the playoffs. I hope we both meet in the playoffs. You know what I'm saying? So (laughs) that would that would be something. I'm not sure Seattle and Green Bay are going to pull that off. But (laughs) anyways, I saw this from uh, Callum. Okay, give Ian Cole three years at a lower AAV. Is that what he's saying? Or three at a lower AAV? I don't know what he what he's talking about. But yeah, that. Yeah, I think he's saying three three years at a lower AAV. Yeah, Uh, I. 35, 36, 37, right? Those are the, those are going to be the the age Ian Cole's age in those years. I mean, I'd be pretty worried about that. I I, I don't I personally don't feel comfortable going further than two, but two would make sense to me. We have this other comment from Callum. Uh, is uh is Kyle bigger than you, Trevor? It's funny, you know, like, like when, when, we, or, or, when we, we're talking about when we do live shows, it's going to be funny. People are going to run into us and they're going to be like, I didn't know you guys were five four and five three. <laughs> it, it, it is what it is. We'll prove them wrong, though, okay? Anyway, Trevor, talk about it, okay? LaCaron Mackey, I didn't know this. I don't got Twitter. I don't, I don't got X. I don't got the uh, immediacy of life. And I wish, I wish I knew this. Uh, LaCaron Mackey, game one for Sweden. <laughs> We're not talking about Canada here. We're talking about Team Sweden. Uh, he picked up two goals? Okay. No, it has nothing to do with Twitter or X, man. I'm I'm at home, you know. I got the I got the World Juniors on. I was up at five a.m. this morning watching Canada. Ooh. You know, I probably would have left him, but you know, <laughs> my son was up at five, so I'm like, I guess I'm getting up to watch. Uh, but Sweden again, six nothing went over Latvia. Jonathan Lekaramaki not only scored a couple of goals, but I thought looked pretty sharp overall. Mm-hmm. Um, I think he's just kind of forechecking a bit harder than I've seen from him in the past. Uh, you know, again, he drew a penalty uh, in the second period, which led to a goal. Can't, again, can't remember if it was his goal or somebody else's, but. Uh, overall, the Karamaki's looking pretty damn good. And you know what? This is a third go-around of the World Juniors. Not many guys get to yeah. three World Junior Championships. I'm just thinking, like, why can't Karamaki be the MVP of this tournament? Whoa. Um, puts up the offense. If Sweden can win a medal on home ice, and Karamaki, let's say, leads the tournament in points, which is plausible, why can't Karamaki be the MVP? So I'm putting that juju in the atmosphere. Or Tom Willander. Did he play? Like, give me the give me your Tom Willander uh, scattering report. Like, what's I, going I on there? I didn't think he was. I didn't think he was super noticeable. I didn't seem like make a lot of mistakes, but Lekaramaki of the three Canucks prospects, uh, DPD, Tom Lander, and Jonathan Lekaramaki, uh, Lekaramaki is the guy that stood up most to me for sure. Dude, if the Canuck, if Elias Patterson, like the real one, I know the other guy's a real one too, but you know, our Elias Patterson, the alien, if he leads us to a Stanley Cup and I'm, you know, on some stuff and I'm thinking about life and I'm thinking about everything Vancouver Canucks and how I got here, I'll come to the conclusion that I need to get a, Sweden, like a Sweden flag or Swedish flag tattooed on my right chest. And then, wow. a, and then a Fijian so, one on, on my left. <laughs> Look at the tattoos we discussed today. You're going to get two flags on your titties and then you're going to get a black skate on your forehead. <laughs> Bow bowing, but ladies Dude, and gentlemen, there you go. Cult, man. Cult leader, man. Locked on Canucks, man. Okay, your team every day over here at the West Coast Bias here every day. Yo, Merry Christmas to everyone. Uh, I'll read something from Red Risotto. Merry Christmas, dudes. Thanks for reading reading my whining and bitching comments. Uh, yo, it, it is what it is. We always say this, right? Love us or hate us. If we're wrong or right, who cares? We're all Canucks, man. We were taught that at a very young age, man. I believed in the Canucks before I believed in Santa Claus. <laughs> it's the truth. I, I still believe in both, so it's all good. There you go, man. Uh, good for you, man. Keep the dream alive. Yeah, Merry, Merry Christmas to, to each and every one of you out there. Uh, you know, whether you're an everyday or an occasional listener, a first-time listener, a new subscriber, or those of you who join us on our live shows here on YouTube, we love each and every one of you. Merry Christmas. Happy holidays. Kyle and I will keep it rolling here this week on Locked On Canucks because, like he said, it is your team every day. Only one Canucks game this week, actually. It's Thursday against the Philadelphia Flyers, and they're off until 
the following Tuesday against the Ottawa Senators. So again, a well-deserved break for the team. They need it. But Kyle and I, no break for us. We're going to keep it locked and loaded here yeah. on Locked On. That's it for this episode. I'm Trevor Beggs. That guy's Kyle Bowen. And you've been listening to Locked On Crocs. No, we get a break. We get a break from watching the games. I get like two or three hours back. It's going to be nice. Like, I'm going to be able to see my brothers, see my girl. Okay? You finally catch up on that, uh, on your Pornhub. Uh, Whoa! <laughs> your Locked On Canucks. Your daily podcast on the Vancouver Canucks. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. <laughs> that was so funny, dude.